Welcome back to Skin the Surface. My name is Dr. Rena Alau, and I'm a board-certified dermatologist, and I'm actually doing the episode outside today, and if you guys can hear, um, I'm doing a nice walk and run. Now, I know about you guys, but I love to be outside. I love the summer months. Nothing beats running outside. You know, the treadmill's great and all, but nothing beats running outside. And so when I was running outside, I actually almost ran into a little bit of poison ivy. Um, and so I thought, well, why don't I do a bonus episode on poison ivy and poison oak and sumac? Because summer is here. I'm sure you guys are all gardening, doing outdoor activities, taking nice hikes and walks and bike rides. And so why not learn a little bit about something that may cause actually a pretty nasty gnarly rash? And that's something called roost dermatitis, also known as a poison ivy rash. Poison ivy can be everywhere. And depending on the area and what region in the country you live in, you can have poison oak, sumac, or ivy. Essentially, they all contain this allergen called urushiol, and that is what actually causes this delayed contact rash. Delayed meaning that it typically occurs after you are sensitized with the allergen, so you've been exposed to the allergen at one point, and then it can cause a rash not always right away or immediate rash. It can happen even after a few days of being after exposure. So you could be gardening on Monday, develop the rash on Wednesday. Um, going on a hike on Tuesday, develop the rash on Friday, Saturday. So it can happen within a few days. Um, you know, honestly, it can, it can start out as a small spot and then just spread like wildfire. And it can even spread in areas where you not necessarily were exposed to the poison ivy. For example, a common location as a dermatologist that I see poison ivy rashes is actually in the groin area. And it does not mean that you are running outdoors naked. It's just that the sap can get on your clothing and then get into those areas where the skin is uh, touching skin and the clothing is wrapping very tightly onto the skin. So the armpits, the groin area, areas of friction. So those are common areas where we see poison ivy rashes. Poison ivy rashes are not contagious. If you were to touch, you know, a family member's rash with their bare hands, does not necessarily mean that you're going to develop the rash. It's a reaction to the allergen. Okay, it's a hypersensitivity reaction. Oftentimes, poison ivy rashes can be treated at home. If you have a rash that you suspect is poison ivy, one of the clues that you'll see is that the rash kind of follows a linear pattern. How I think of it as the leaf stroked your skin, right? So it kind of swept your skin. So you have all these little blisters or vesicles or small little fluid-filled bumps, and they kind of come in an array. They're looking more like linear. <clears throat> the other thing that you can see is what we call a black dot sign. So when the sap touches your skin and it's oxidized by oxygen, then what happens is that it turns a black dot um, on the skin. And it does not mean that you were bit by a tick in poison ivy, it's just the poison ivy itself. Now, poison ivy can start as pink spots and then start to blister. When you're at home and you start to suspect that, putting ice on the, the rash initially can be really helpful and um, beneficial moving forward because the rash can blister, cause wounds, can be really itchy, warm and hot. So icing it up is important. Moisturizing 
Now, if it's not too itchy initially, you can use just a normal moisturizer. My go-to is the CeraVe moisturizer. I love the Aveeno um, oatmeal moisturizer. So any of those, Neutrogena has a great moisturizer as well. Again, I don't work for any of these companies, um, just kind of giving you my personal recommendations. The second thing you can do if it's really itchy is just start with a mild topical steroid. You can even buy over-the-counter cortisone, cortisone 10, um, and apply that. And putting both the moisturizer and the cortisone in the refrigerator is going to be heat because, honestly, that's going to cool your skin and you're going to feel great. Now, if the rash is spreading or if the itching hasn't improved, then go ahead and call your dermatologist you actually may need a higher strength prescription topical steroid and in some cases when it progresses and your rash is just all over your skin or if it involves the genitals or face oftentimes as a dermatologist we may even prescribe an oral steroid taper um, and that will help as well calamine lotion can also be helpful if you're applying at home i recommend against using a lot of different botanical ingredients um, like lotions, try not to put a lot of different um, lotions on your skin that may contain other plant-based ingredients, um, such as eucalyptus, because um, this may also irritate your skin. Avoid any lotions that have any fragrance in them, because this can be very irritating to your skin. So just really keep your skin care routine extremely gentle. Use Dove soap, Cetaphil cleanser on your skin to minimize any irritation as this may be, you know, helpful for you. The most important thing is you wanna kind of keep that rash at bay. Try not to pop any of the blisters or vesicles because this can actually cause wounds and scarring. So it's really important to kind of let the, the vesicles or the fluid filled bumps kind of heal on their own and try not to pop them as best as you can. So when it comes to going outdoors, you know, looking around, being aware of your surroundings. So poison ivy and poison oak and poison sumac have a characteristic features. So I always recommend everyone go on Google, image, put on the image power and look, okay, what does this look like? Because a lot of times you can avoid this by just simply recognizing it outdoors and saying, that's poison ivy, let's stay away from that. Now, sometimes you can't help it, and your pet goes into poison ivy, or you run into poison ivy, or it gets on your feet or your gardening, and there happens to be a poison ivy, you know, within your garden, and you're not aware of it. So just most important thing is if you suspect that you've run into poison ivy or poison oak, go ahead and go inside and immediately take off all of your clothing and wash your body. Really use a gentle cleanser again to gently wash your body, try not to scrub, and then throw all your clothes in the wash. Really make sure that you wash any of your pets, any other belongings that you had outdoors with you. Um, obviously, you know, um, some things that you, can, you can't wash, but make sure you can do your best to avoid any sap that's present on any of your items that you've been, you know, um, that possibly may have been exposed to poison ivy. So, if you are outdoors and you run into poison ivy and you wash all your clothing, does that mean that you can still get poison ivy? Yeah, I mean, you did your best. Sometimes, though, when we are exposed to the sap and you maybe don't get inside in time or we start to develop a reaction, then yes, there's a possibility that you can 
still develop a rash days after. But do not be discouraged. Poison ivy rashes are extremely common. Again, nothing that is, you know, um, gonna cause a significant concern for you. But sometimes if you do develop the rash and it involves your face or your lips or your eyelids, then it is important to talk to your dermatologist right away because again, you so you may actually need an oral discovery. I'm gonna have more information about poison ivy, poison oak, sumac, along with some helpful photos for you guys on the website, skinthesurfacepod.com. This is the end of your bonus episode. I'm just gonna go back to my nice run outdoors. Um, and if you had any questions at all about this, feel free to um, send us a message on our website or DM us on Instagram at skinthesurfacepod.com. Okay, stay healthy, y'all.